Hello there. My name is Benedict Ponsonby Smythe, the 14th Earl of Branston Pickleshire. When I'm not shooting rare birds and laughing at poor people, and sometimes I do that the other way round, I like to produce the itineraries for our family jaunts across the Atlantic Ocean to the backwater lands of America. We particularly enjoy the quaint practices of the simple folk who live there, and my children also like to visit a small amusement park complex named The World of Walt Disney, named after a gentleman who apparently gained some popularity thanks to his expertise in producing animated motion pictures. We often enlist the services of a company based in that region, humorously titled Adventure is Out There Travel. Oh, how jolly. They provide excellent customer service and knowledge of places of significance in the area, and of course they give the due deference and humility towards an esteemed family such as mine. I thoroughly recommend you heed my guidance and contact them henceforth should you wish to make the most of your sojourn to the wilderness known as the Floridian Plains. Simply utilise some newfangled technology named email I'm afraid I've no idea how to use anything more technical than a gramophone myself to send an electronic telegraph to a rather pleasant lady named Becca although for some unknown reason I can only fathom is due to her being American spells it B-E-K-K-A What nonsense Regardless, please send this email to Becca Remember, strangely, that's B-E-K-K-A at adventureisoutthertravel.com and please ensure you include the required pleasantries when addressing a lady. One can also communicate with the employees via a medium known as Twitter, which, contrary to my expectations, does not involve carrier pigeons. My eighth child, Humphrey, who is probably the most normal of the lot of my children, informs me that they can be reached using the terminology of at A-I-O-T travel. Now, I leave you to enjoy and Please be assured, I use the word enjoy to actually signify the word tolerate, an audio recording of some rather foolish behaviour by three somewhat vulgar ruffians. Good day to you. Kangaloosh, Viva Gaia, and Chow Shi Do. Chow Shi Do. Chow Shi Do. That's, uh, what is this, that, Skipper? That is, how's it hanging in Japanese? Oh, are you we sure? Are. Yeah. At least that's it's what Probably the... like. It's hanging far too much to the left. I need to see a doctor in Japanese. I, def- I definitely I go right. I don't know about I, anybody else. But I, right. I did a Google search, and I searched for what are all the cool kids saying to say hello. Literally, that's what I looked for. And it came up with all these weird Japanese sayings, and that was one of them, and I ran with it. Ciao, she do. Now I'm going to go ask my Japanese friends what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> Oh, well, Wait, are you gonna go right to now and do it? No, stay with us. Stay what, with us. I don't know what time is it there. Stay here in ja- in Japan. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I I thought you were gonna go to your friends. You mean you're gonna call them? Call them. Skype them in right now. No, I'm just, oh, like Facebook. I mean, shit. And just be like Chow Shido. Yeah, they're like, oh my god, what the fuck did you just say to me? Let's just pick a random Japanese so person racist. and Skype them. <laughs> Or is there a payphone in Japan that we can call at Epcot? That would be very helpful. That would be awesome. I'm hanging up now. No. We can call the rest- we'll call the restaurant. We'll call uh, Tokyo Dining. There you go. Hi, do you have- would you like to make a reservation? No, we actually have some questions. I just have a question. What does this mean? Chow shi doll. Oh and they're going to scream in horror because you're actually saying, like, fuck your mother. No. No, it's how's it hanging. Well. What Welcome to the three o'clock parade. If this is your first time, we don't typically spend this much time on Japanese uh, culture, but we will today. 
Uh, this is Drunk at Disney in Orlando. That's the, the lovely lady you've been hearing this uh, so far is Rhiannon. Yeah. <laughs> and way out on the Golden Coast, it's Skipper Dick Ritchie. My answer is uh, like a light switch and to the left. Oh, nice. To have like... it hanging. <laughs> I would hope that my answer is not slightly cross-eyed. Slightly cross-eyed. He's just a wall-eyed bastard. What can I say? Oh, my gosh. Speaking of how's it hanging, the Epcot Festival of the Arts are in full swing, and I actually went over and checked that out over the weekend. And contrary to Rhiannon's apathy about it, it is actually really fun. They've got all kinds of really cool stuff that is not typically there. And I'm ex- I wouldn't say extremely impressed, but I'm definitely uh, – <laughs> Over, I guess my, my expectations were pretty low, so it has definitely exceeded those. So you've gone from hanging at a 6 o'clock to hanging at like an 8 o'clock? Yeah, I would think so. I would think so. Um, some of the highlights would include um, they have this cool paint-by-number area where there's a large mural, and uh, they give you paint, and you can go... It'll be like fine. Oh wait, pens. paint by number. They give you paint. That's weird. And there's and you find a number, and then you uh, can add to the paint by number. And it's a big mural, and it's cool because everybody can get involved and do that. And that's that's pretty neat. And they have these really where's, cool. Oh, good. Where is that located? You know where the uh, promenade uh, sort of drink kiosk is that is pineapple Dole whips in the uh, food and wine. Yeah. Right next to that. Okay. Right next to that. Kind of where they put the, the tables for food and wine um, over there. So it's uh, back there in the little area there. A um, couple other things like that. And then they have these really cool photo op booths where you go in. They're like large paintings. But you can put yourself in the paintings and get photo ops with uh, Disney Photo Pass. And it looks or like stand in front painting. of them like an asshole. Or stand in front of them. It was supposed Ooh. to look like I was drowning in the water. It didn't work no, out. That no. no, not at all. It just looked like you photobombed your entire family and friends. <laughs> so I tell the lady, I go, hey, because we all had this idea while we're waiting in line. Like, okay, I go, how, how about if it looks like I'm drowning? It's like, oh, that seems like a, that, w- that would work. And I tell the lady, the photo pass lady, my idea. She goes, yeah, that's not going to work. I'm like, let's try it anyway. <laughs> let's just do well, it. <laughs> maybe you should listen to the experts. I should have. I definitely should have listened to the expert. Um, she told me it wasn't going to work and it was going to look stupid. And, and she, was, she right. was right. She was right. She was right. Um, the other, everybody else looked pretty cool in the picture, like, but me. So, well, typical. Yeah, so it wasn't anything new, anything unusual. So, um, and they just had really cool. They were doing like chalk art that was really intricate on the uh, on the grounds, and it was just it was really a fun time. Really busy though. It felt almost not quite food and wine busy, but it was right up there, which was a little surprising. Hmm. But I guess it was Martin Luther King weekend, so possibly that include you yeah. know increased. Well, I will know. judge for myself this Saturday. Oh yeah, you're going this Saturday. I am. That's yes, it is. Um, your is that your plans for the Saturday during the day? It is not nice. that you are invited to stalk me. Womp womp. Only so big. I mean, I mean it's it's big. So maybe that's you know, not what anyone I don't ever know. said. About Damn it! How come I never get these right on the first try? Um, practice? Oh, but that being said, we do have um, Colin, uh, the 3 o'clock parade news team beat writer, is on a cruise right now, as usual. 
I so, think he's just like he's defected to Mexico. Yeah, he doesn't live he here anymore. Yeah, he posted that they're going to move down there and open a taco shop on the beach. <laughs> he may as so, well. Works for me. Yeah, as long I as think he can live on the cruise visit. ship, he'll be happy. Um, so in can his he's accent, actually go from being an airline pilot to being a cruise ship pilot. Does that work? Is that like an easily translatable skill? They're both men in knots, right? Yeah, they should have reciprocity. Yeah, so you can just go from. Yeah, you know. that works. 200 knots to 30 knots? No training involved. Captain. They were cooler hats on the sea, so I would go with that. But um, there was breaking news uh, from uh, while we were, while I was there on Saturday, and friend of the show, Scott D, has stepped in to fill the shoes of Colin in his absence. So we do have a news story from Scott D, friend of the show. Oh, boy. And new 3 o'clock parade news team member in his absence. This is Scott D. filling in for Colin, who's gallivanting around Mexico, bringing you 3 o'clock parade breaking news from the Epcot International Festival of the Arts. I'm here with Jamie, who was in World Showcase with Hashtag Family when she made a startling discovery. Jamie, what did you find? I found a lady's bra in the bathroom in Germany. And can you describe the bra? Um, it was a little on the small side, probably the color like nude, flesh-colored, you know, beige, and probably about an A cup, I would say. An A cup. Hmm. That doesn't quite fit with the parties that were going around World Showcase. Uh, was this a nice bra, something you'd find at Victoria's Secret, or something you pick up on your way to the parks at Walmart? It actually was a Victoria's Secret bra, but I think it had been worn a few times. Well, there you have it. Epcot upping their game for your 3 o'clock parade breaking news. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah that was – yeah. so, really, maybe you can start shed some light. What would be some, what would be some situations where um, – what that would lead to a brawl ending up in the bathroom at Epcot? Well, let me first say that I'm actually surprised to hear this report um, only because I saw the picture posted on Twitter and Facebook and – that was way bigger than an A cup. Second of all, I take some offense to the disparaging tone that she took with it saying it was an A cup. Because, excuse me, it's fine. Um, as far as your question, you know, you gotta free them sometimes. No. I don't like being caged in. So, you know, free bird. You have a few drinks, you, you, you're having some cocktails, you and you just, you just start to feel. Let it, yeah. Let it go. Let it go. Um, I think what he was referring to, though, and that, and that I don't know necessarily think that it was meant to be disparaging, and that it was that it was, it did, the whole day took on a food and wine feel, in that there were probably three or four large bridal parties going around. Um, I think that's what he's referring to, and they were as like, in they didn't have many people in their party, but the people in the party were large. No, I mean they were no. The parties I, were large. But... The parties were large, and they were wearing uh, revealing outfits that would uh, highlight the cup size. I really want to talk with the Bachelor right now, but I'm we're actually going to in a little while. Okay, okay. Good. It's a fire. Yes. 
Good. We are going to talk about that. Oh, that's good. So anyways, that's uh, so that was a little that was a, a interesting discovery. So thank you, Scott D and Jamie, for the interesting report of the bra in Germany. So, I have I have um, a bra finding at Disney Story. Nice. Yeah, but it was super weird because it wasn't actually in the park. I was leaving Disneyland and I had parked in the Mickey and Friends parking structure. And when I got to my car, just on the antenna was just a bra just hanging on my car. I know well, that was no... a special message to you. Yeah, I was, I was actually hoping it was. Like, I looked around. I sat yeah, there like... for a little while. Was there not a number inscribed? Oh, in... there was nothing. I looked. The bra? I looked. And was there a trail of bras leading you? No, no, it was just it was just weird. It was like just Now I feel like instead of goodwill, I want to take any old bras I have and bring them to Disney and just leave them on antennas and parking lots. <laughs> yeah, it was it was uh it was kind of like a purple and red like Oh, I like that color combination. That's good. Yeah, I did too. I was like, who is this? Who is this Ooh. beautiful girl? But she was gone. Man. Yeah, I actually I believe she was probably getting it on with somebody else, and they just you know were like, we don't need this, and my car just happened to grab it with its antenna, like, whoa, no, this guy doesn't no, have gonna... these things. So what you're saying is you were in the Mickey and Tinder Friends parking lot? Yeah, pretty mm. much. I was gonna swipe <laughs> to the left. I'm gonna, gonna start right buying there. bras at Walmart and inscribing a phone number, like you know, to an Arby's and Little Rock or something, oh, and like just definitely them. Uh, Amanda's, definitely Amanda's. Mm. Well, she doesn't listen to this podcast anyway, so yeah, so, that's yeah. lost. Yeah. I think she definitely used hers. Um, speaking of finding things in parking lots, I believe Rhiannon saw it. I wasn't sure if Skipper saw it, but I went to park my car at uh, a work location the other day, and there was a Lapu Lapu sitting in the parking lot. Yeah, oh, I, I think saw you should that. be that's worried. Awesome. <laughs> I, you should be worried, my friend, <laughs> or oh, my well, enemy. I think it was just the world's greatest coincidence. No, I'm so pretty like sure I, that's not a coincidence. I'm pretty sure like that's figured out spot. where the fuck you work. They it's hunted you down. It's Regardless. No. They, and they knew that you would be there because you work there, and they left that as a sign. Yeah. I don't that's know. for you. Did you ever see a that sign. movie, like, super old, called Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? No. Oh, damn no. it. It was. It's a terrible. Did they like, leave a lapu lapu in somebody's parking? Spot? No, but that's kind of what it reminded me of. Like, so in this movie, and it's a B movie from like the seventies, where just tomatoes decide to attack and kill people. And right. It's, it's I really, remember really bad. It as they do. But but that was the kind of thing that would happen. Like people would be walking through a parking lot and look over, and there would just be like a tomato just in the middle of the parking lot, and then the next thing you know, they were attacked by it. So that's kind of what it reminded me of. Like I could just see you like walking. All of a sudden, there's like a pineapple. Just following you through the parking lot and coming to get you. It's like, do you guys, um, do you ever watch What Hot American Summer? I'm familiar with it. I've never seen it. Well, it's like you know the the soup can and the yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, sandwich. And, yeah. Yeah. Same yeah. thing. Lapu lapu. So while you're, if Rhiannon's gonna leave bras all over Disney, mm-hmm. I am gonna leave lapu lapus. At four dollars a pop, I'll, you, I'll bring it from home. You say that home. as if you haven't been doing it all along. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> uh, Mrs. D at D has caught on to me the other day as I was leaving the Polynesian, because the last three times I've taken it, I've literally brought it with me to the Magic Kingdom and carrying it around, <laughs> carrying it around. 
<laughs> she's like, she definitely cut me off. She's like, it's not leaving the Polynesian this time. <laughs> Mad respect so, to yeah. Mrs. Deity. I know. Uh, Somebody so, needs to keep you in line. I know. Fine. Louise. <laughs> oh, geez, Louise. Oh, geez, Louise. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Skipper Dick Ritchie, you put the mention in here, and I noticed it too, that Universal, we don't talk a lot about Universal here on the 3 o'clock parade, yeah. but today they are Thanks testing way. the no standby, oh, hashtag God. eliminate standby no. Stop. on several levels. Skipper's mentioning Stop. the new magic bands they're using called Tapu Tapu that don't just Whoa. send out information. They actually Whoa. receive information and Whoa. vibrate to let you know when it's your time. No, 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 no. Full stop. Full fucking stop. That is a copyright infringement upon Lapu Lapu. You can Tapu Tapu. You fucking kidding me? Right? That's that's really oh it. It's called the ta- oh oh Tapu Tapu. No. I think okay. it's a direct marketing ploy mm-hmm. towards me. Oh, I wonder if it has anything to do with the new uh, Volcano Bay opening. So, you know, it's going to be something like that. So they went with that kind of like... Yeah, TV. that's where it was announced no. with that uh, announcement. That right, of, and of, since it... I don't like this. ...taps you. It's it's actually kind of like... I don't know if the uh, if your watch does it, Drunky, but m- the smartwatch that I wear, it taps you. Like when things are going on, you feel it like yeah. tap your wrist. Mm-hmm. And I think that's yeah. what this thing's going to be. It's going to have that same thing where it just kind of like, it's like, hey, psst, dup, dup. And, uh, and that's why they call it the Tapu Tapu. Which I think is I will say the, the biggest so drawback, wrong. in my opinion, to um, my Magic Plus versus Paper Fast Pass is I do kind of miss having a physical reminder of what time it is. Um, and so like the little zzz, like you got 15 minute warning would be pretty cool. And I'm assuming that's what they're talking about. Is it like buzzes you 15 minutes before your fast pass or whatever, whatever nah. they call it? No, no, no. That should be like a tap you, tap you, but tapu, <laughs> tapu. That's, I'm sorry, it's it's far too similar. I, I'm i raising a red flag right there. Oh. Too similar. <clears throat> we can get I, think are, I think there are definitely shots across the bow, for sure. These are not random these are definitely shots across the bow between that and one of the things that they were talking about are actually, I believe, having pineapple drinks like Lapu Lapu's at the park. So, uh, oh, yeah, it uh, makes sense. I've never understood why they don't expand the bar at uh, any of the water parks to have, you know, a full on tiki bar and not just. Yeah, I mean, the $4 upcharge for whole pineapples. Yeah. Well, I'm just, well, I would pay it. Well, you're, you're right, Skipper. The, the two bars. Um, Polar uh, Polar Pub and Let's Go Slurpin are both smaller than like the typical pool bar at a different resort, and that's for an entire water park. Yeah, I don't I don't get it either. I don't understand why they're so. I don't understand why they're so small. Yeah, I was thinking about it, and uh, again, here I'm going to throw out some Imagineering. So when this happens next year, just be ready to take credit. But I don't mm-hmm. with with Volcano Bay coming. I don't think Disney's going to be like, oh my god, we need to open a whole new theme uh, water park. But I do think you're going to see one expanding of the rides, which we already see. But they're going to expand right. their food and beverage within it so that it's yes. not just like really crummy food and, you know, okay. pre served drinks. They're going to like okay. bring in some good Question. stuff. Question My arm is raised. Go. Yes, answer me. Okay. So, obviously, that sounds like a great idea. I'm all for that. However, don't you think like 
I mean, there's a science to this. They're not stupid. They have their R&D and they have their operations and they have their metrics. Like if there were the metrics suggesting that people are overcrowding the bars, they're selling out of things, people are grumpy because they can't get better food. Like, don't you think that would have already been presented to them prior to, you know, a competitor showing up with a better offering? Like, I feel like that would be a known entity. Why is that? I think what's going to happen is they're going to get together and have a conversation and say, hey, should we build a new water park to compete with this thing? And they're going to say, no, we've got great water parks. And then they're going to say, well, what can we do to make more people come and spend money at the parks or at the place that they're already at? So the the simple answer is, you know, you can spend a $6 beer or you can crank it up and start getting some really fancy tiki drinks in there and charge... 15 or $20, yeah. add those souvenir mugs, and all of a sudden, you've got a whole new cash cow without having to do much yeah. of anything. So I guess what I'm trying try to say is that I, admittedly, I have not been to a water park in maybe like 20 years. So I am not the expert on the Disney water parks. However, if you're trying to say, like, well, their bar is, like, so much smaller than anybody else's, like, well, if that's the truth... If they are seeing people like you know lined up, they can't even get service. It's a crowd. Oh my god! Like you would think they would address that, yeah. but if they're not seeing that, then well, maybe right. they're not feeling that push. No, I don't. Think well, here's doing here's it. the reality of the situation. If I may interject with somebody who goes, I go to the water parks all the time. I know you Only do. Like the resorts, there the water park bars. I mean, those are some, there are a lot of drinkers at the water parks. They are ready to go. Like at eleven when that ro- when that thing rolls up, I mean, it's packed, but it's packed from about 11 till about four when everyone starts to leave. Like even at the pool bars, people stay longer because you're right there at your own hotel. So you, but people really mm-hmm. start to start packing up a little earlier when you got to leave the water park. So I could see that it really is only about four hours long, the heavy crowd drinking time. So I could see mm-hmm. that while they, I kind of go with Skipper on maybe upgrading the type of drinks to like these, because people, I mean, people want these nice, Fruity drinks and why not some big old lapu lapus and other tea mm-hmm. drinks and more maybe a, yeah so they do but to answer your question Rihanna I'm really or, or Skipper whoever it was on really busy days when they are slammed like you said and they're like running out they do put up pop up bars all over well yeah and, and that's what I'm saying I don't think this is an answer to we don't have enough people to man a bar I think the the answer is how do we bring in more revenue without doing anything crazy to have to do it. So, you know, if you have a thousand people visit the water parks a day, but they're only spending $20 in in food and drink, you can get that thousand thousand people to spend, let's say 50 or $60, which all of a sudden triples your food and beverage uh, revenue by just, you know, making it a bet. Like if you had the option to go and have like really good food instead of a burger and a frozen pizza and then a drink from a Slurpee machine and you could actually get you know, some, I don't know, whatever, like, um, what's the, uh, the new lounge in a nomad. Yeah. You know, so if they don't, not necessarily like the full restaurant, but if they had appetizers that were at that level or close and you could also get like really good drinks, all of a sudden people are going to spend a little bit more money and Disney didn't have to put in all the, like, you know, a new ride and all they had to do was upgrade the amount of alcohol that they're bringing into the park. 
and maybe the well, structure. Mm. I mean, look at look at what they're doing at at, at uh, every every like DVC that they're building and every every place that they're building. They're investing in bars now because they're yeah. they're realizing. And I love that. Right, I and mean, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not. They they've come to the conclusion mean? that I'm not complaining. Oh, I know. I know you're not. But I'm I'm trying to play devil's advocate with the operations side, the financial side, and so what I'm hearing when we first started this conversation like five minutes ago, it was like, oh my god, the crowds and this and that, and like we have to like have more. And I'm like, great, okay, let's have more. But Disney would know if they needed more, and so clearly the fact that they're not like offering more means they're like they're good with their numbers. Um, but as far as offering more in the sense of the quality um, and the price range, uh, you know, yep. yeah, if you think you can get away with that, then that's great. I'm I'm not one of those foamers who's going to get pissed off because suddenly you're having a tent that's offering, you know, $20 appetizers or something. Like, if you can afford that, you want to eat that, that's fine. Cool for you. Congratulations. You did something right in your life. Um, so that's cool, but I'm not going to get up in arms of like, all we have is Bud Light and so you should leave. Well, you know, like clearly there are statistics or metrics that are involved that say that that's all that we're going to make money on. So. Well, and that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's to get more people in the park. I think it's, we know how many people visit our parks how can we get those people to spend more money while they're yeah. there so we don't have to compete yeah. with someone? And the, the offerings at the water parks suck right now as far right. as food and beverage. They're terrible, and um, I agree that need to that needs should probably be upgraded. And that's a good it's a good thought. I think they will too. Um, it, it's not quality right now, and uh, on top of that, it's the one place where a majority of guests bring in their own food, so they get they got to com- combat combat that with something better than you can bring in yourself. Because they more people, people, a lot of people bring in coolers and stuff. So oh yeah. So anyways, tapu tapu, tapu tapu. Um, Skipper Dick Richie. I mean Rhiannon. It's bachelor time. Yay! Uh, uh, Skipper Dick Richie, tell her about the bachelor story. So the story. Well, so it's it's not fair. This current bachelor has a Disney princess competing for his hand. The girl that, I guess her name is Jasmine, used to be friends with Tiana in the parks. Yeah. Uh, okay, first of all, I will stop you because that's not a Disney princess. It's a friend of a Disney princess. And second of all, there was actually a previous contestant who was legitimately a Disney princess. Um, come on, Drunka, what's her name? I don't, I don't remember which one it was. I no, just was, it was giving like you guys a way to talk about like, the show. Weird name. It was like it wasn't an average name. It wasn't like Sarah or, or Kristen. It was like, yeah. It was like, yeah. My name's yeah. <laughs> no, it was like a cutesy name. I don't she know. Had a, so she had a cutesy name, and she talked like a chipmunk. She like this like, She talked like a chipmunk. And she legitimately was a Disney princess in the parks. Oh, there's a picture of her as there's a picture of Tiana in there that you would assume she knows pretty well in there. So That's, she's greeting okay. her on the Disney Cruise. Great. There she is. So she has a friend who works for Disney. So whatever. I mean, cool. Oh. I mean, cool. I'm happy for her. I don't know. It was just a reason for you guys to talk about this stupid show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, 
No, it's like, oh, it tipped my tongue. Like, what the fuck was her name? Shit. Well, this girl has one too, and she's doing pretty well. But more importantly, I have been making gains in the uh, Bachelor Fantasy League. Rhiannon has. She uh, started whatever. off Fuck you. the first week, and she's not been yeah, I've, catching up. Yeah, the first week, and then I, whatever. Dropping the ball. Dropping the <laughs> ball. Speaking of dropping the ball, Rhiannon, you're going to be disappointed, but not as disappointed as Skipper. As Christy. usual. Because oh. Skipper, it's gotten it's going to be harder to hook up in the Magic Kingdom now. Says you. Because you know why? The cabanas are going away. Oh, uh, yeah. that's all pretend we're sad. But, but people, <laughs> original, original reaction was so many people going, ha ha, they're going away, ha ha. I, if I remember correctly, this was oh, they were temporary test anyway, so that doesn't mean they're not coming back. Yeah, that's what I think. I think this temporary test. I mean, I don't know how many how many they actually rented, but I I feel like if it was close to what they wanted, this temporary test I think could lead to permanent buildings instead of Target leftover summer. Well, and that goes back to our original discussion about this because that's what we talked about was like this was a hint at something bigger coming. How do you feel about it? And I think we all agreed that we're fine with it so long as it doesn't interrupt what we already currently Mm -hmm. have and have access to. And so if they're going to pull a Disneyland and cut off the court of angels to us or whatever the equivalent is to us, then that's not cool. But if they want to like put some kind of fucking backlot bullshit in that we don't even go there anyway, eh, you know, yeah, more power to you. What, right? what, if, it's, what if it's on the, uh, what's that little Wonderland walkway? The one the between, smoker walkway? Is that what it's called now? I don't know. Yeah. Well, um, whatever you call it. I don't think there is a... Yeah, what if, it, what if it's back there? And, you know, so it's out of, like, most people's way, and you can still take the walkway, but you're going to be walking through buildings. And it would be actually pretty convenient. I, I would not care. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's, that's, where right I there. Think, that's where I thought it yeah. would go. Little Ooh, cabins guys, between... Guys, be cool. having an idea. They should do, like, shanties that, like, because uh, it's kind of with the new fantasy land with a circus. Make them, like, little shanties that the, that the carnies would live in. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, that would be funny if they were actually carnival, like train. You know those like yeah. little train. That'd be cool, right? Or, or little circus tents. So, I was reading somebody's Twitter feed back and forth conversation. I forget who. I I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to hijack your thread, but some people were talking about um, trying to do away with Disneyland's Autopia. And the problem being that what are you going to do with that space? Because you can't go up because you have the people mover, you have the monorail, and you can't go down because you have Finding Nemo submarines. So what if Disneyland decided to adopt cabanas and they just put them all in that space instead of Autopia? Skipper Richie, what are your thoughts on that? What was that? <laughs> oh, I'm not going to repeat myself. Come on. Damn it. Basically, they're going to put cabanas. The, the, the theory would be, since there's not much they can do with Autotopia in Disneyland because it intertwines with so many things, like um, that oh. they would just put the cabanas Autotopia? I mispronounced it. I apologize. It's okay. Fuck but, uh, no, I don't think so. they're even going to get rid of Autotopia. As a matter of fact, they just got a new sponsor from 
Honda and everybody was all up in arms because they didn't move to electric cars. But people have very, very strong opinions about those rides, the car rides. People get very strong opinions one way or another. Yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, I think that's coming up to the monorail and you just get that like punch in the face. Yeah, Yeah. that fume. It's that last little punch before you go home at the end of the night. Wakes you up in the morning. Yeah, you're like, Um, woo. (laughs) Anyway, to go back to Drunko's point, um, if they want to put more permanent style structures into the smoker's walk from Space Mountain to uh, Goofy's Barnstormer, then fine, whatever. I don't care. Why not? Why not? We'll do it live. I don't care. I, I really don't. I really don't. Like, that's not going to affect my personal experience in the parks. It's fine. I think what um, what I was – and I had to stop even talking about it because it was it got a little annoying. Everybody kept focusing on the fact that they were tense and that they looked terrible. Like, so I hate the idea because they look terrible. Well, no shit. <laughs> like, no, the point was not that they were going to forever have crappy tents set up. They're testing to see if this idea of having private areas – so it's like, I mean, everybody knows they look like garbage. That's so like, let's move on to like, is this really going to happen? And and I, I would love to see the sales numbers because they're going to reduce Tomorrowland here in the semi near future. And are, are they going to build them in or not? We'll find out. But okay, so here's my next question then. Could you imagine? And I okay, my imagineering is not obviously as good as an actual imagineer. So, like, I'm picturing Main Street. That's not going to be the case. It's going to be, you know, the path from Tomorrowland to Fantasyland. But, like, just pretend that it's of the level of genius and detail and beautifulness that is Main Street. Could you imagine if Main Street, all of those little offices above the shops were the quote-unquote tents that you could rent yeah. out like those are spaces that you could access for a charge and hang out in oh first they would, of all my they mind would is blown. evict those they would evict those cast members in two seconds right. if they could sell that. and second of all what would they charge same probably for same, I, I I might pay that like for one day like just just one day like one day i'm gonna be a queen one day well, the, the other rumor that I heard um, was that, and, and it was for both Disneyland and Disney World, is Tom Sawyer's Island, you really only go through the front part that faces uh, at Disneyland, uh, New Orleans Square and Frontierland, and in, in Flo- or at Magic Kingdom, Frontierland and Critter Country-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you don't have a Critter Country, but it's cool. Oh, sorry, because, yeah, Critter Country's over here. <laughs> No, either way, the uh, <laughs> the back part of the island um, has always actually been cast members and storage, and they were saying they might actually put those cabanas like closer to the water on that back part of the island. And that would okay. So to me, that would increase the value doubly, triply, exponentially. And so I would wonder what Disney would place the value on that. Except, what would you want it to be that inconvenient to get to? Like, it takes you That's, 45 no, minutes to get to your cabana? It's fucking cool. It's right. Fucking I mean, cool. think about it's being... Baller status. Oh, yeah. You know, you're, you're, it, they would be cabanas very much like the or like Disney Cruise Line, where you've got these little wooden uh, cabins of yeah. the theme. Oh, I know. I get you. 
But if you want to go ride Pirates of the Caribbean, you got to go wait for a a boat go across. So it takes you forty five minutes. To get no, maybe here. maybe no. maybe part of it is you have your own keelboat. Oh, you now I'm in. Um, right? There's okay. there's there's a keel boat that everybody okay. else takes, and then there's a cabana boat. See, for me, right now, what you're talking about, I would envision as really being marketed toward annual pass holders. Because obviously, if you go once a year, once every five years, you don't want to waste a day. As you just said, it's going to take you forever to get to and fro. But if you go all the time, to be able to experience that, and have that be your personal space for a day, that's fucking awesome. But how Versus, much would you spend for that? I don't I don't know. I would obviously get a group together. <laughs> it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be it wouldn't be economical sense to have it be like two people. But I'm just saying like I don't think it would be that much common sense for somebody on a once every five year vacation, but somebody who comes all the time who already has their passes to the park, that could be a really fun upcharge versus of stupid dessert parties. Um, if they wanted to make, so like, let's just say you, you have an annual pass and once a year you want to have a special trip, that would be an awesome thing to do for like one day and have your entire family or, you know, friends come with you, split the costs, and that would be really cool. Yeah, so 700 bucks. Far would you more do? than a fucking tents in Tomorrowland. Well, that's what I'm saying. So the tents in Tomorrowland were $650, $700. So would you do the same $700 to do that and split it with seven people? Maybe, yeah. Person? I think that would be awesome. I would totally do it. Matter of fact, yeah. I would do it right now. So if somebody could get on that, that would be awesome. <laughs> right? Especially, um, like, I've heard people who, like, they'll go and they'll do Thanksgiving. And I think it was, and I, I want to give credit, so I think it was Kendra, I think it was Diva, I think it was that group who once did Thanksgiving, where they brought in, in a cooler, their Thanksgiving meal, and they, I, I actually think they did go to Tom Sawyer's Island and ate their meal there. And how cool would they feel if they had their, like, own little place to do that? So, yeah. Granted, they'd be now spending hundred bucks per person as opposed to doing it for yeah. free, but you know. Right. So I don't <laughs> so. think. Yeah, uh, I think I, I I see what you guys are saying about it being so cool where it is, but I think these are marketed towards people who don't want to go to the Magic Kingdom, and if they do, they want to make it as convenient and chillaxed as possible. So making them convenient is pretty important. I think that's my only thought on that. Oh yeah, I think it's it's totally going to be marketed towards people that are on the concierge level at the Grand Floridian. And want to have a place that's not across the lake, or maybe at the yeah. Beach Club, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah where they can just be like, oh, yeah, we're above and better than everybody else. I'm going to come sit over here, and you can bring me a lemonade. Yeah. It's more like, I'm going to sit here, and then you, the VIP guy, are going to take my kids. and Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, Skipper to Gritchie, your, uh, your California newspaper put out an article about ways they would like to see the guests' behavior improve at Disneyland this year. What's going on here, Skipper? It's like if somebody read my mind and wrote an article <laughs> on it. It's awesome. Uh, they basically say things like this. Cheer more. So while you're there watching a parade, enjoy it. You know, clap and call out to the characters and have fun and sing along. Race less. It's not a competition. 
There's no need to run to all the different attractions. You'll ride what you ride and enjoy that. Uh, don't be the enforcer, which is basically just don't yell at people for, you know, being jerks, even though they shouldn't take flash photos. Uh, also, don't cheat. So don't figure out a way to, like, skip the line or block somebody out or get, you know, just just go. Know that you're going to pay for stuff or that you're going to have to wait in line and enjoy it. And then don't worry because Disneyland's great and you shouldn't go and worry. You should just go and have a good time. Those are literally the way that they uh, broke it down. And I'm like, yes, yeah. yes, that's me. <laughs> I know, I read that. It's yeah, so good. So it's my so question, true. My question is, is that just a like laid back California thing, or no? It's a it's a very unrealistic. If anyone who's going to read this is probably not the kind of person who are doing these things. If you're reading this, you're like preaching to the choir, like Scripper to Richie. Yeah, right. Like I saw that and I was like, I wonder. Oh my god, yes. I think it's more like let me gain favor with my readers by preaching <laughs> to the choir. It worked. Because everybody says, hey, everyone should slow down and chill. But the people who aren't slowing down and chilling, they, they're going to see that headline and throw it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. It's, Unfortunately. It's such a good way to go to the parks and enjoy life. Okay. Skipper to Gritchie, where did you get this? Is this breaking news? It actually is breaking news because I have research. I actually called in a favor from a friend about this one. So I don't know if you want to announce what we're going to talk about or if you want me to just jump right in. I just was out on mute rain. and I was arguing with you the entire time. Oh, okay, damn it. Go. Go go back and argue. Let's go back. No, I'm fucking done. Oh. A three o'clock parade. Trader okay. Sam's news exclusive. Hey, bye. Exclusive. Never talked about before. <laughs> uh, no, so somebody posted. I don't, and I'm really sorry. I don't remember who it was, but or no, was it that they asked you, Drunky? But either way, somebody said that they saw in my chat that Trader Sam's at Disneyland was going to close for a little while for an expansion, and that they were going to take over the restaurant next door, which has kind of been that I, you know, like the going around rumor about Disneyland, Disneyland's Trader Sam's. Uh, believe it or not, even though it's smaller in square footage it actually holds one more person than the trader sam's in florida the luckiest person in the, the luckiest world. person in the world <laughs> um but it is super busy the same way there's always a line to get in and people get upset and blah 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 blah, blah. so right next door to it is a restaurant you, you don't mind me asking real quick. on a saturday let's say i cruised up on a saturday middle of the day or middle of the afternoon like six seven eight six six seven o'clock when you mean a long line, am I talking a half hour wait, 45-minute wait, two I would, hours? Uh, I would say 15 to 30 minutes. Okay, it's not bad. Maybe an hour if it gets a little bit later because the weekends are busy. Right, that's what um, I'm saying, on busiest days. Yeah, well, and, and so this is the thing with Trader Sam's at Disneyland. It's actually the bar that's open latest on property. None of the bars in downtown Disney are opened as late. I think it beats them by like an hour or two. Um, and all the, all the hotel bars, they, they close like probably in two hours before uh trader sam's does so it's just it's just really popular and everybody loves it and um it's it's really really busy and even when they opened everybody was like this is way too small it's not gonna work 
So there's been this ongoing thing, but Mice Chat brought it back up recently, and it was kind of like a big deal because it, it had been a rumor that people talked about, but it hadn't really popped up on the news sites very much. So I called a friend who is supposed to be in the know, and I could be wrong, but he said not to worry, that it is on the books, it is going to happen, but probably not for a few months, if not a year. Right. So okay. anybody that's got a close trip to Disneyland, you shouldn't have to worry about Trader Sam's being closed in the next few months. But that he's saying that it's still likely. Now, oh, it's just not even my, likely. Like, I've this never is, been. This is happening. What, if, what size is the new area they would possibly take over, roughly? Like, compare it to something over here, if you could. So, if you, I mean, just, just imagine, uh, for anybody that's been to Trader Sam's on, on the West Coast, you know what the restaurant next door is like. So it's almost like if they took a building and split it right in half, and they made one half Trader Sam's, and then they made the other okay. half the it would kitchen be roughly and the restaurant. Doubling it. Yeah, so it would be roughly doubling it, but they're going to keep the kitchen, um, which is right in the middle. So I almost feel like the kitchen would become more of a, like, like incorporated into the bar, where you would sit on one side and watch the bartenders, or on the opposite side and watch them and watch the, the cooks. And then all the seating would go around the bar itself with the bathrooms being the thing in the middle on one side and then just an open walkway on the other. Um, so the question begs, begs the question, will that take away some of the coolness factor of Trader Sam's and the quaintness and, and of what it is? Will that change it, you think? Um, I think it'll, they, they said that they're going to continue the theme around into the other side so like the animatronics and stuff like that like it should be uh seamless i'm so i'm hoping i hope it doesn't take anything away what i am worried about is that that's kind of the only um counter service restaurant at the disneyland hotel so your 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 food options will only be steakhouse 55 uh goofy's kitchen or Trader Sam's, um, right now, you know, it's like, it's really convenient for people in the morning to just run over there and get a breakfast burrito or, you know, uh, you know, just a small breakfast where you can go before you go to the parks or get a coffee or like a fruit tray or something like that. And um, they'd be getting rid of that. Or they would keep it. And then I don't know how they would keep people out of the bar until, because the bar doesn't open until 1130. You no. know, so... Well, there's nothing to say. Of course, I would I would assume if they take away counter service, there's they could probably just add. They'll probably build something new, counter service somewhere else or a window. Well, that's at the least. Thing. I mean, the Disneyland Hotel doesn't have a lot of room to like build yeah. on. They've got yeah. a uh, a grassy area that they use for conventions. They've got the convention area upstairs. The two spots where the other restaurants are, uh, you know, there's the coffee shop. They could expand the coffee shop into a more of a like, you know, to offer breakfast sandwiches. But they would probably have to be like microwave type breakfast sandwiches because they don't have. A My guess is they probably don't care too much about counter service, so they probably yeah, at those resorts uh, they don't you know. Yeah. So, I don't know, or they make everybody eat outside. You're right. No it's too bad. Just go to There's well. No seating. The uh, Earl of Sandwich is literally right across the street from. But to get yeah. to Earl of Sandwich now, you have to go through security. So, yeah. It, it, it like logistically for families that want to eat and don't want to go to one of the two sit down restaurants, it's going to be a problem unless they somehow incorporate. 
even though okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go one step further because before Trader Sam's, it was the Lost Bar, and next to the Lost Bar was Crocs Bites, which was a walk up window. So they could probably do a walk up window where maybe you have access to the restaurant to order food, but you're not actually going into. So you'd have to sit outside. Yeah. That's probably, that, yeah, yeah, I would think so. I or think going, yeah. We're good. Imagineers, give me we're a good. call. We're good. I got this we're figured good. out of my brain. And speaking of we're good, that leads us right into Ask Sour Boner. I love it when we're sour bonering, baby. Mm. No. Sour Boner. No, sour don't. Boner for you. You don't love it when we're sour bonering? Oh. Not Sad. when you're singing. Oh. No. no. Let me ask you this question. Oh, okay, go. Kara with a K. Well, first off, Kara with a K. um, We'll ask her question first, then we'll get to something else that she did. Kara with a K, brand new to the show. New to the show. Um, (laughs) She wants to know. No, I'm not new to the show. You fucking douchebag. What do you think will get their overhaul first, Tomorrowland or Epcot? I hope Epcot. I'm gonna say Epcot. Yeah, me too. I think they're both being blue-skied right now. I think Epcot is a little bit further along as they've already started closing um, the... That's. I feel like that's been lost in a lot of discussion about Epcot. People are like, they're not doing anything. They've literally cleared out Interventions. Like, pretty quietly, but they closed down the parts of Interventions that are... Um, that people liked. Meaning, in my opinion, they're getting ready for whatever's coming next. It's already in the works. They've been flying the uh, the hype balloons. I mean, they're past the blue sky phase into, like, let's figure out and get this done phase. So I think that's coming next. And I think Tomorrowland cabanas are part of the blue sky phase of Tomorrowland. So we're talking maybe like a, you know, you know how there was uh, Adventure, or uh, excuse me, Pandora and then Star Wars Land in that order? Well, that's kind of where they're at in these, where one's about five years behind the other. So I would say uh, Epcot first, then Tomorrowland. And I think we're talking probably announced within the next year, year and a half, I would think. So pretty soon in Disney, in Disney terms, that's pretty soon. Um, Carol with the right Kato, remember? The in Disney terms, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Skippity Richie, last week we asked, um, Kara with a K, we, she was asking a question about um, uh, Vero Beach and Hilton Head Island. Yes, yeah, she said Skipper that she wanted to be... Her, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, she had said she wanted to be a reporter. Yeah. Well, that has happened. And she has an investigative reporter. So here she comes. Here comes the investigative report from Kara with a K. This is Kara, the new-to-the-show Midwest investigative reporter with breaking news. I am here at the Branson, Missouri Ticket and Information Center, where I have confirmation that there is no Hilton Head or Vero Beach brochures. Fear not, I will keep investigating for any updates. Back to you, Drunkie. So, there are no, there are no brochures in Branson, Missouri for either. No. Hmm. Yeah. Who to thunk? They yeah, are elusive. So Kara with a K with uh, some breaking news from Branson, Missouri. Let's see. Abigail, now Webigail. Um, this Beautiful is Beautiful no, but scary drawings. That's yeah, how I know. Pay attention. Pay attention, everyone. Rhiannon, are you listening? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abigail is spending her husband's 30th birthday at Walt Disney World. Woo! One day Woo. in Disney's Animal Kingdom, one day at Disney Springs, and one day resort hopping. What are the must-dos and eats and drinks? Like, what? We, let's give her, like, one must-do for every one of those spots. Uh, uh, okay. So, I'm going to say get a big bamboo at Yak and Yeti. That's my deck. Really? Okay. So that's definitely, a, you can get Asia. But you do, you have to go to New, New Nomad Lounge. Um, well, and I figured yeah. we were all going to pick one, and you guys would probably yeah, pick that. That's so great. I went with, yeah. yeah, so you got. The, I love that, and it's it's you can go in there, air conditioned bar, and now the Nomad Lounge. You go in there, and um, the uh, Snow Leopard is super tasty. That's a great drink, um, and then of course, Dollar Bar, right? Yeah. So that sounds great. <laughs> Rihanna, what about uh, D- Disney Springs? What would you say your must do is at Disney Springs? Mm, I think one. Yeah. I mean, there's like obviously there's several. That's the, becoming the problem of Disney Springs is literally not being able to. Choose. But I feel like if you're asking the question, you're not like just popping in for a well, drink. You're well, popping we'll in for like one. half a day. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, if we each pick one. Fine. Fine. Or a plan. Give her a plan. Um, you're going, I believe you said you're going this Sunday to hit Disney Springs hard, is what you told me. Yeah, but like, so what does that, shit, like for research, what does that, what does that, tax exempt, yeah. I'm not kidding. <laughs> um, I would recommend Jack Lindsay's. Yes. So, I would also recommend Boathouse. I would also recommend Miramoto. I would also recommend recommend Ralgood Road, which is a you know classic. Been there for a while, um, so there are many good ones there to be had. Yep, there's the the real problem there now is having um, too much to do and too many places to go. But I still with I'm with you with your first one you said, Rhiannon, Jack Lindsay's. Um, if you're talking just cruising through for a drink, that is my favorite spot to go in and grab a drink. Yeah, I I, I figured that you were going to say Boathouse, but since you picked Jock and she's, I'm going to say Boathouse also, especially that outside bar that overlooks the water. God, so good there. I, I dream about that place. I love it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Perfect. So, excellent. And then uh, resorts. It, it depends how adventurous you are, Abigail. Um, if you're resort hopping, you've already been to Animal Kingdom, so I'd probably stay away from the Animal Kingdom Lodge resorts, even though I love them. And you've been to Disney Springs, so I would definitely go over to um, the monorail. I mean, you got to go monorail, in my opinion. Well, I think it depends on what her flexibility is. Um, if she has minimum flexibility and therefore is already in the Animal Kingdom area, my bar recommendation would be Sanaa at the Anakin Lodge. Um, get any drink there plus the bread service. But if you do have more flexibility and you can travel to the monorail loop, I would go with Tambu Lounge. That's my favorite. Um, get a back scratcher and get either or either and or the wings and the uh, bread pudding that is served at Ohana. 
Oh, so good. So good. I am going to go with the, um, like, Yacht Club, Beach Club, Boardwalk, yeah. uh, Swan and Dolphin. Just, like, those yeah. bars. Just do that whole, like, circle. Uh, that is great. Yeah. Like, I'm actually looking at pictures of the Cruise Cup Lounge and getting a little emotional. You just want to go. You know, yeah, you just want to go there. Yeah, I can see the chair that I sat in this time last year. And I'm thinking, it's empty right now. There's nobody sitting in that chair, and it's for me. Son of a bitch. And I would also, I would like to say, while not, not necessarily I prefer Abracadabar over anywhere else, but go there just so we really? can get your feedback. Oh, you're just the so one? Just so we can feed you, just so we can get your feedback, what your thoughts are. Get the, but I will say, get the uh, sour uh, assistant. Oh, yeah, mm. sour bar. The sour assistant is a pretty good drink there. It's my favorite there. And let us know what you think, because I want to, I'd like more information on people's thoughts about Abracadabar. Um, Sarah Grafham. Okay. Oh, good. Good. I was, does that lead you to your next question? Because I believe we had one like a week and a half ago about Abacadabra. Yeah, it's really just like what, yeah, we're trying to figure out what can be done to make it more popular since it is. It, Skipper, you, you, and you've yet to see it, right? I'm, I'm excited to hear what you have to say. I'm excited to see what you have to say. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going in with the hopes of being pleasantly surprised, but not expecting a lot. Right. Um... If I remember correctly, Aaron liked it. Yeah, yeah. But he's also uh, very anti-Trader Sam's out there. So, right. you know. It's almost like despite Trader Sam's. Right. Like, yeah, gotcha. Um, Sarah Grafham with hashtag Artful Epcot crushing pre-event pessimism. Should we really be objecting to a festival for every season? Asked Sour Boner. That's a great point. People are like, oh, there's too many festivals at Epcot. What? Why? Yeah, why? What's wrong with festivals at Epcot? Well, and if you think I about think... it, for people that vacation, that's probably something that they're sad that they miss. Or they might make their vacation around, you know, food and wine or flower and garden. So for them, mm. festivals are great because it's something that you get I, to do. I think um... it pisses people off because they think that, well, they're not. If they didn't do these festivals, they would just put this money towards a new ride. Not getting no, that it's not I, even close I, to how it works. Yeah, no, that's not how I think. Um, I guess I take it from a local's perspective of I I do have an opportunity to go to the parks more than the average person, um, even though I'm not local, Polly. You're regional. Exactly. Um, but yeah, there are times like I just I just want to go to Epcot and experience Epcot. I don't want to like experience the crowds that come in for these festivals. Like I just want to like do the rides. I just want to like experience World Showcase with the craziness. Like, meh. Um, but to speak to your point, as far as ex- attracting crowds who want to come for the sole purpose of the festival, I'm not really sure it drives that initially. Like. I could see if you're a seasoned veteran and you come to Disney once a year, every other year, what have you, like maybe you find a festival you like, you you identify with, and so you're going to make a point to come to Flower Garden. You're going to make a point to come to Food and Wine. 
And maybe now you're going to make a point to come to the art festival. Fine. Good for you. Um, but I think for the average person who has no fucking clue, like there's like, uh, my kids have been watching the Disney Channel a lot. They keep asking, when can we go to Disney World? And they don't even know the difference between Disney World and Disneyland. They're like, this place. And they like show up and suddenly they show up. And there's like, this thing happening. Like, they don't know any better. They haven't done the research. And so I'm not really sure like how much it's driving um, national interest versus local interest. I think it's an effort to drive local interest. Well, and probably. probably well, I was just going to say, much like the earlier conversation, it's not about driving like traffic. I don't think anybody's like, oh, we have to go right. for this. That's not its sole purpose. I think what I meant is, you know, there's people that go in the off season and maybe that's the only time they can go that would like to be able to say that they yeah. went to these other things. And for them, it's nice to be able, especially when we're talking about a festival for every season, like for them, it's just like, Oh yeah, cool. I'm going to be there. You know, yeah. the chances of going for a festival now are greater than going not during a festival. And for people that, yeah, no shit. <laughs> well, and right. that's why I'm well, that's the yeah. whole point. Well, also, you have to think, of, you have to, exactly. I don't think it's to the people are they sitting in New Jersey going, oh my God, I got to go check out the, the art festival. But once they're here and they're like, oh, we're going to go to Epcot, like, this is kind of cool. There's all these new options. Because I have been to Epcot when there's not a festival going on. And right now, with what's going on at Epcot, especially the front half of Epcot, is a sad, sad state when there's no festival going on. It adds a lot of things that make Future World even a little more interesting and just adds a little bit of spice yeah. to it. It is a sad guess, place when it's not going on. Then then maybe I'm the minority, but I will say that being a quote-unquote local, um, I have gotten to a point where there have been times where I, I, I go to Disney not based on some event happening, but based on my own personal availability. And so, okay, it's a weekend. I can go to Disney. Great. Cool. And it's like, oh, shit, there's, like, another fucking festival going on? Like, I literally have had the experience of, like, I just want to experience World Showcase without yeah. crowds, without a gimmick. Just I just want to experience World Showcase as it is. And, like, that's my personal opinion. And that's not to detract from the festivals. Like, I think they're cool. I just wish that they, they weren't constant like i i appreciate them when they are there but i also appreciate the off season when world showcase reverts to its original being oh absolutely. and so i would like so, to see that be maintained i would like to see the offerings of pluses fun things new things but also having the opportunity in between to go back to how it was originally intended. Yeah, especially well, World Showcase. I would like to maybe in the summer, just because World Showcase is great without a festival. Future World is what sucks. <laughs> well, and what I was going to say is, what, what it's going to end up being is th the spots when they're not normally busy are going to be festival times. So you've got food and wine, and then there won't be a festival for the holidays because it's going to be busy and they don't need it. And then after the holidays for that lull, there's going to be this little arts festival for a month. And then you'll have a month without it, leading up to food, our, uh, Flower and Garden. And then after Flower and Garden, there's no festival for the summer. 
because the summer's already busy. Well, just you wait. <laughs> There'll be one. Yeah. Well, no, but my question is, are they going to leave the structures just there for that month or two in between and just have empty buildings? Or are they going to pick them up every time and drop them off every time? That's what they used to do, but yeah, they kind of stopped doing that. Right? Now they're just there, and you walk by, and you're just kind of like, man, this yeah. is kind of weird. There's just a bunch of yeah. random... Or are they, are they going to rent them for $700 and let those be your... <laughs> well, I know, like, in Mexico, after um, after food and wine, they just left it open. They just kept it going. And I agree. It's probably... Especially since they used to kind of be, like, tents, and every and for, for several years, they got more and more permanent-looking, the structures. And now, yeah, a lot of them, they are semi-permanent. Yeah, they're buildings. Yeah, so, so um, I I definitely get what you're going with, Rhiannon. I agree on World Showcase. I prefer World Showcase on a regular day. I'm with you. I prefer World Showcase on a regular day. But f- future world, let's keep let's do something. <laughs> we need something. <laughs> so quick, fix fix World Showcase or uh, f- fix future world, and we don't have to deal with it anymore. Let's see. Um, Shana do redu- Shana do review um. wants to know. When is uh, Super Weenie Hut Jr. going to do a parody of this song for the 3 o'clock parade? And it's um, <laughs> the song, shot, 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 but with pop, oh. pop, 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 because he loves oh. pop surgery. So, Weenie, let's do it, buddy. That's, that is my song w- with my sister. So, Lindsay, you, you know her. She's in the show. Yeah, she's wonderful. With- yeah, that's our song. Shut, 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 shut. Maybe we can have Super Winnie Hut featuring Lindsay. There you go. She and might Rand? be into that. She, I mean, she, um, wait, let me take a little step back here. So I have been very apprehensive to record any kind of song whatsoever because I am self-conscious and what have you. You actually have a really great voice, though. Well, well, I finally put something out there, and it was crickets. Now, breathe for a second. You hear that? Those crickets? That's what that response was. No, because it was only two seconds long. No, fuck everybody. So, clearly, (sighs) no one wants to hear me sing. However, my sister, she does love the singing, and she takes pride in the singing, so maybe Super Weenie Hat Jr. could get in line with her, get in business with her, get some going on, and I'm sure she would be happy to record a shot, 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 shot song with him because that is our anthem. Nice. Um, I'm not. I'm not proud of that. That's I. I, <clears throat> I so the gauntlet has been thrown. Super Weenie Hat Jr. Let's hear it. Shots featuring. Lindsay and possibly Rhiannon. Well, no, and, and yeah. just going back, Rhiannon, like, I really think the only reason that there hasn't been a big, like, uproar is because it was only a two-second, like, like, it was on and off before you know it. I think you need to just go for the full song and just, and just do it. It'll be awesome. I'm with it. I, I agree wholeheartedly. We have a few in the, right. that we are there in the blue sky phase that we're going to be things calm down. It's true. Um, Brian Lamas um, would like to know, heading down to Polynesian in a couple weeks for a week, what's an acceptable amount of time and money to spend at Tambu? Oh, shit. I've got a two-word answer all that covers, yes, all of it. That's yeah. a three-word answer. But oh, yeah. you ruined my joke. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, it's okay. 
here's what you do, Brian. And you go multiple times too, even within the same evening. You go up there, grab a couple drinks, then you go downstairs, maybe stick your head in Trader Sam's, stay there for about one drink, and then go back up, and then go outside, look around, and come back. You just keep coming back to to uh, Tambu Lounge and keep your pineapple just... and keep getting refills. Ugh. Yeah, the refill on the pineapple is just... so great. I want to say though, can we just talk for a second about the food? Because there is food offered at Trader Sam's, yes. and yet no one fucking talks about it. Like, that is not a thing. Like, that is not something that anyone ever says, like, oh, my God, you have mm. to go try their this. No one talks about that. However, Tambu, you can get the food offerings from Ohana, which are amazing. And so, yeah, do that, first of all. Second of all... What the fuck, Trader Sam's? Like, get your shit together and get good food offerings. I think more people tend to eat outside at Trader Sam's than inside, which is kind of weird. I've noticed that. Like, while they're waiting. I don't care, you get inside. I don't care where you eat, but, like... Just saying. Just an observation. I've never even eaten at Trader Sam's. Yeah. Um, Brian Lamas has a follow-up. How far... So far, how does the Festival of the Arts compare to the other Epcot festivals? And I will say that it is... Not as expansive as either Flower and Garden or Food and Wine as far as the amount of offerings. But um, it is they are very cool offerings, but it's it's kind of like Food and Wine and uh, Flower and Garden light as far as the amount of offerings. But with the response that I've seen this year so far, that will change next year, in my opinion. They are going to bring in more stuff to do. Well, can I say something? Jump. Okay. Um, so one thing I have read, admittedly, I've not been there yet. I'll be there Saturday. Um, one thing I've read is that previous complaints of the food offerings for either festival have been that it's just like something sitting under a heat lamp. It's just thrown out to you and it's like, meh, like hit or miss, whether it's fresh, whether it's been sitting there for like an hour. And that one thing with this festival is that everything is handcrafted in front of you which on the plus side means it's very fresh but on the negative side means that you're waiting for it um so take it or leave it whatever that means to you and your experience but what i think is interesting is how that could potentially translate to a bigger demand in future years like let's just pretend this festival is so popular that they bring it back next year and people are coming in droves to come to this festival, how are they going to actually handle that demand of this, you know, hand crafted plate each and every one? Like, could they potentially continue that? No, not with those command, not with like the food and wine crowd. Yeah. No way. No way. It's the lines are already crazy at food and wine. No way. Um, let's see. Adventurers out there travel would like to know what would you do with the Tomorrowland Speedway? There's a four options. Um, for some reason, this rumor is coming up again now of the Tomorrowland Speedway. People really are always trying to get rid of it. Um, <laughs> you say A, convert it to cars themed, B, electric car no. themed secondary, C, level it for its valuable safe, or D, Tomorrowland bar. Bar. The winner was converted to cars themed. 
which I think was is like the natural actual option with the way that Disney is going and the parks are going. It is the, the paint jobs are terrible right now. They are so beat up. The thing looks like it's a hundred years old, which it is. <laughs> it's fifty, but it looks really crappy right now. It does need a ref refresh of some sort. Um, I I think cars theme seemed like an easy and the best fix right now for what they're going for. And kids would go nuts. Adults would think it was funny. The new car, the new cars movie's coming out. And it's back about racing again. So why not? Sounds great. <laughs> I just want Let's them to see. be electric cars. I really don't give a shit what they yeah. do that thing. Like, I don't want them to get rid of it at either location. Uh, there's something cool about driving around in those little cars, but they need to. They really need to just go electric. Get over. I, wonder, I guess they'd have to do it with. Uh, they couldn't do it with batteries because those things would be constantly having to change. They'd have to do it where they could charge as they go, like along a metal line or something. I don't. Know. I'm just trying to think how they would do it. Batteries. How long, you have two yeah. sets of car, and the battery runs for an hour at a time, and you drive one set on, and you run it for an hour, and the other one charges for an hour, and then you run it, you know, back and forth. That's if I double the amount of cars. I'm just thinking. I mean, I'm just saying. Practically, I just still see them. I don't see them putting that much money into it. Just uh, that'd be. But anyways, I, I agree that would be great. Whatever they do with test track, then because yeah, those are electric. You don't get the, yeah, but they have that like the the. The stick that goes in the ground. Okay, whatever they do with uh, Dinosaur then, because that is an electric car. And they actually run on wheels. They're not on a track. They just follow the the track. That's the same as a test track. No, it's different. Those are actually free. You can actually drive those things off. You're right. You're right. You're right. right. I remember I walked on the the track. You're right. Yeah, it's crazy. That'd be cool. I'm all for it. I'm for it. Yeah, it's Um, going to be giant batteries. All right. We have a Polly's Choice. From oh. Outer Rim Gym. Yay. Dessert. Oh, boy. Upcharge. You got a Fast Pass, Refurb, and Destroy. Wishes, Illuminations, or Star Wars Galactic. But these are all just the dessert oh. party upcharge. You can, I don't yeah. care. The Wishes Party, Illuminations Party, or Star Wars Party. The only one I would ever want to do is the Star Wars Galactic. So I'm going to Fast Pass That's that. That's the one I'm killing. <laughs> I don't really want to do a dessert party at the Magic Kingdom, um, so mm-hmm. that's gone. Unless they have booze, I don't want to do it. They don't have booze, so it's gone. Well, then you just okay. You just made my answer, so I'm going to kill Star Wars. I'm going to do eliminations, and I'm going to refurb Magic Kingdom wishes to have alcohol. Boom! Bum, bum, bum. Nailed it, used, it. That used to feel like a pipe dream. It does not feel like a pipe dream mm-hmm. anymore. That does not feel like a pipe dream anymore. Um. Let's see. Dizwire says, the park is supposedly going to get some attention. Which big thing will happen to Epcot first, if you think? Uh, do you think? And would it be A, a new country pavilion, B, a new ride in a country, C, new ride in a future world pavilion, or D, new future world pavilion? New ride in a future world pavilion. That's what I went with. It's currently at 50%. Yeah, it was the overwhelming. And mind you, that's not what I would choose. That's just what I'm betting on. Prediction. Right, this is prediction. And I think that's where all the um, current work has all been focused on, is that 
um, east side of property, which is over there where Ellen's Energy Adventure is and the Wonders of Life. Um, that's where all the action has been pointing to. So whichever you want to call that, would it be, is it going to be refurbing it into an energy style attraction theme or will it just be completely new and just be Tron or whatever it's going to be? Um, so that's, that's where I think it's going to be. But I think it will also come with imagination upgrades. So whatever you want to call that too. I think it's going to be a two for Tuesday. Two for Tuesday. Hmm. Let's see. Um, Matt, Matt O'Brien 37 posted a picture of Casey's Corner that's going to be offering a new savory brunch-like option, um, which is a hot dog with hash browns on it. The hash brown dog. So Is that well, like sour boner light? Well, he's asking, will that be known as the hashtag savory boner? And who will be mm. the first to try it? Yeah. Mr. Monkey will be the first to try it. Uh, will, be, will he be 20 minutes behind you in line? <laughs> that would make me the first to do it. That one was not intentional. That ditching was not intentional. I had to get All to the rest a meeting. Not that one. He was like, I'm coming behind you. I'm, I'm, I can't stay. I kept telling him I can't stay. I just, I'm eating it and running. And I, I anyways. So uh, who will be the first to try it? That's what Mr. you Monkey. usually say. Or Super Weenie Hut. Uh, let's see. We're getting down to the uh, nitty gritty here. Dip, uh, let's see. Oh, Discounter is adding on a fifth option to the Ooh. Tomorrowland Speedway. Put a bar next door and enjoy a drink and the fumes. Skipper to Grinchy, that would be yours. You like the fumes, right? No, I hate the fumes. <laughs> you were saying that was your favorite car. <laughs> bar, so you get like double your double bang for your buck. You get the drink and you get the uh, gasoline fumes. You are going to be high as a kite. Let's see. Um, Duct Tape and Beer wants to know whatever happened to the Laughing Kookaburra and what is the best hotel bar in the Disney Springs partner hotels? Which one was Laughing Kookaburra in, Skipper DeGrange? Uh, that- yeah, you've lost me. No, I think we talked about this because yeah. I thought it was, it was the Outback, Outback, right? Yeah, but it was actually called... It was, it the, was the bar. It was the bar, the Laughing Kookaburra. Yeah, I actually just looked it up and their, <laughs> their Yelp page is still there. It, I think that became a sports bar. I've eaten there because my, my friend uh, Crimson Tide Dan and I, um, about three years ago, we did like a weekend staycation there, um, and we ate at the sports bar. Oh, Terrible, we were weekend? Awful. No, it was like a family week, a family weekend. Mm. Um, and uh, it was terrible. But I think that was the Laughing Kookaburra, and they should have kept it because it was terrible. I think Duct Tape and Beer and I are like – ships that pass in the night through the college program because he has all the same memories that I do about all these great bars. And uh, I'm sad we didn't get to hang out, buddy. We're going to have to do that maybe in March, if you know what I mean. Duct tape and beer. Yeah. Man. Yeah. We are down to the final three ass our boners. Holy. The final three. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> the Park Hopper Ryan, the Flannel Jedi. Iger announces three o'clock parade land. Name your personal ride, show, and re- oh my gosh, ride, show, restaurant, and meet and greet. The three o'clock parade land. What kind of ride would we have in the three o'clock parade? It'd have to be a boat ride, wouldn't it? I feel like it would be like 
It would my my ride would be a dark ride, or a, yeah, dark ride through like Disney bars. But it would be one of the ones where like, you know, when you get that shopping cart that has one wobbly wheel. <laughs> so like you would you were you know you were kind of drunk and just wobbling around uh, through all the Disney oh, World bars. Do you know how in the um, Winnie the Pooh ride the honey pot kind of bobs up and down at certain oh, points? Oh yeah, yeah. That when you're when you're on the wall or when it flooded. Yeah. Yes, make it like that. Yeah, right? We're just kind of like, kind of wobbling around. Yeah, like the stumble. It could be called like the, what would be great if it was called like the walk of shame? Like the walk of shame attraction. (laughs) And you're lost. And like everything is, make the whole ride blurry. Like, you know, when you're like, everything's blurry unless you're right up close. And you get up close and you're like, oh, shit, that's not good. So that's what I want. It would be Skipper Dick Ritchie's Booze Cruise. And it would be a water ride. Oh, I <clears throat> that would be my ride, at least. And it would have a bar that went up to it the same way they do, like in Mexico or parts of the Caribbean here. And you could sit and overlook the uh, the boats going by. And the meet and greet at the end would just be somebody in a, like a giant belly button costume. Oh, gross! <laughs> or an ask sour boner. And how do you guys feel about this for the three o'clock parade uh, restaurant? Three o'clock parade restaurant. It's got to be family style. Oh, I'm fine with that. Has to be family style. Now we already have like a Thanksgiving feast at the Magic Kingdom. We have um, Ohana feast is available. Um, What are we missing? What could we do? Like, what kind of food would we want at the three o'clock parade land restaurant? Family style. Uh, mine would be just like meat and potatoes because <laughs> I'm a meat and potatoes kind of guy. That'd be like the garden grill. Basically. So, what was the original question? <laughs> I stopped paying attention like three, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> three o'clock parade land. So we got a uh-huh. ride, a show, a okay. restaurant, and a meet. So I'm asking about the Wait, look, a ride, a show, a restaurant, and a meet and greet. Yeah, this is quite the land. Four. So four, four parter. Right. I'm just thinking we have to. We, we, we got to have these All right. things. Okay. 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 Um. Well, the the ride would obviously be a lazy river that allowed booze. The meet and greet would be. Obscure, awesome characters. Uh, I don't, I don't know. That's it. Well, three caballeros. I want a show. I want a show. Like, I want a fucking show. Like, just. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we need a show. Oh, it's gotta be. But I I don't don't want. I just want a lazy river that has a bar that you, like, float by and, like, grab a drink and keep going. Called the Hangover Cruise? No, just, like, the Happy Cruise. Just fuck. <laughs> Why does that be complicated? I mean, just... Hmm. I want the, the three caballeros for my meet and greet, of course. That'd be um, cool. Yeah. And I, I'm actually with Skipper to Gritchie. I want, but I want like a really good salad. Can we have a really good salad with our meat and potatoes? Yeah, also? buddy, you can have whatever you want. All I'm right, just saying that would be my part. Like, you I'm can have. Of, you know, think, well, it's one land, buddy. 
No, right, but that's what I'm saying. So, like, we each have our own little rides. So it would be, like, my boat ride, and then we'd have Rhiannon's uh, Lazy River. Lazy River. Also including alcohol, because all of our rides obviously include alcohol. But we're all working on one restaurant. So my part of this family-style restaurant, like, my part of the menu would be meat and potatoes. And then yours, you could be, like, the salad guy, which would be weird. (laughs) And then uh, then Rhiannon, whatever she wants there. A really nice, big, tossed salad. Oh, okay. I see what you're going. Yeah. No, that's not what I was going for, but now I, now I want it. It would just be mm-hmm. called Drunky Tosses Your Salad. Would you like Drunky to toss your salad for you? That, Gross, that's what they would right. ask every person <laughs> as they were ordering. Would you like Drunky to toss your salad? Yeah. Were you gonna, uh, so are you going to have the Skipper Dick Richie meat and potatoes? Are you going to have Rhiannon's, I don't know, raw tuna? Or <laughs> would you be interested in Drunky tossing mm. your salad? I'd love that I'm totally tuning you all out and texting somebody else right now. Um, Brian Dirtjeep Disney would like to create a three o'clock parade running team for run Disney events. He wants to volunteer to take the lead. And I love that idea. A three o'clock parade running team. As long as I don't have to be a part of it. But like to carry the banner of the three o'clock parade. And so, yes, Dirtjeep Disney, you are the point... For the three o'clock parade uh, running team, we have Dirt more than a different. few people that listen to our show that participate in, hmm. uh, in the different marathons and Disney runs. So it'd be great if they wanted to do that. Speaking of people who listen, shout out to Ian McGregor, who I met on Saturday uh, for the first time. Oh, yeah. His Scottish, his Scottish accent is phenomenal. Yeah. Met yep. him. And uh, yeah, so he, he, he was great. Uh, that was awesome. And uh, Christy was there. Uh, was, yes, was there. she actually so had a comment about meeting him. Uh, I'm trying to find it in the text. Uh, let's see here. It says, oh, my God, I just ran to Disney Twitter's personality, Ian McGregor. He's cool as crap. He gives Ben Bowers a run for his money with accents. Yeah. Saying, yeah. I don't the know. The gauntlet has been thrown. Rhiannon, don't even bother see, trying to compare. Why don't you just bask in the fact there no. are two? Well, see. Yeah, right. Ian, if you're listening, your accent is lovely, but you've been here too long. It's watered down. Oh, oh shit. Wow. Yeah. That is wow. some cruel shit to say to somebody. You've lost your heritage. You are now an American. Both. So you should just. Spend more time at the Rosen Crown or something and just like never leave. I don't know. <laughs> um, let's see. And the final SR boner for tonight is from Finn from New York. Um, what would you pay for a drinking around the world event on an omnibus that would drive you around like a party bus? Remember, I wanted to have that red oh, bus that yeah. drove around. I know. What would. But like if it was ours, so we didn't have to wait for it. Like it literally had like a velvet rope sitting there that only we, you know, when we walked up, they would take it down and we'd get on and it would move us. To, I would, yeah, wait, it would be like a at Epcot or anywhere. No, this is for drinking around the world. Okay. A drinking Sorry, around I, the world. I, I would pay, again. I'm not paying attention to any of you. Clearly, um, I'm, I'm in a text conversation, right? It's, it's thank you. Yeah. Um, I would pay. Here's wait, wait, the hard wait, 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 wait. Drinking so around question. the world already costs so much. Well, I'm not going to say. But what does, would I legitimately pay? 
is this going to include alcohol or is it just a bus ride? It's just a bus ride. So we have to think what would we pay on top of the alcohol for the bus ride? Because it would be awesome. Here's what I want, though. I will pay more. I will pay, but I want it to be just for our group, and I would pay at least. I don't know. I think it, would I pay a hundred ahead? But it, it, we would go in any order we want. We wouldn't have to go the regular whole route because we could actually enjoy it like a party bus in between countries. I have an answer. Okay, go. Zero dollars. So you wouldn't do it at all? I don't understand the purpose. Like, part of my enjoyment of going around World Showcase is walking around World Showcase. You're going to deny me that? Like, fine, there's some cachet to be like that asshole in a bus waiting yes. for those plebeians. But, like, I, I couldn't even assign a dollar amount to that. Like, that is so not something that registers to me as something I'm willing to spend money on to feel above somebody. I do not care. I don't think. I well, don't it's think also it's just, fun. Okay. It's also fun. So this is what I would envision the the envision it being like. Instead of like a fireworks cruise, it's a drinking around the world cruise. And much yeah. like when you go on a bus tour of a city, you've got a driver that's giving you all the really cool like trivia and you know <laughs> cool things to know about. We're all not the movies. Yeah, we you, know that. Well, but it's not just for you're not the only no. person in the world. And there's a okay. lot of people the that don't know way. those things. And yeah. and so it's yeah. their opportunity yeah. and I would do it anyway because I think it's the fun. only way oh you're going to get my interest would be if, as Drunko pointed out, they were serving on the bus. So if it were like, you know, here's your bus and there were on a schedule, like you could come and go as you pleased. And once you get on board, <laughs> oh God, I love that. Why do I feel like you took it in a different direction? I don't know. Anyways, you God damn it, you ruined it. You Anyways, ruined it. you get on it, and there there's a full bar, and so you can have more than what you just purchased in the country, and you can go on your own schedule, and maybe there are even snacks. Well, that's what I was trying to say. And maybe there's even, even snacks. Like started taking over. Not like snacks. But that's what I'm saying. So instead of it being a you paid just to ride a bus around, it would be all drinks and food included. So it'd probably be like 200 bucks. But you're getting a drink in every country. You're getting drinks on the bus, and there's got to be yeah. some sort of spot where you stop and have dinner or lunch. Uh, preferably and a, illuminations a, viewing. Sure, if that's uh, during the dinner or whatever, that's fine. Whatever, and that's what I'm saying. For 200 bucks, you start at noon. You drive or you take the time to drive around, so seven or eight hours, where you're really just hanging out uh, as a group. I, I would. I, I would love totally it. Totally do it. I want to do it right now. This sounds fantastic. Yeah. I want to do it. I want to do it. Great idea. Let's do this. So, Finn, not only are you the last SR boner, but I am sold. I want to do this. Now make it happen, Finn. Yeah, whoever's listening, it's another one to make happen for me, please. Yeah, so that was your hashtag SR boner. Uh, it will bring us to the final thoughts. Anybody have any final thoughts this evening? 
I want to begrudgingly state that I may or may not be looking forward to going to the art festival this weekend at Epcot. Uh, I think I think I don't think you're the only one. Uh, it's definitely the uh, you know, the expectations. You know, but I was low. so like about it. So, although I have to say, I am disappointed that the uh, figment scavenger hunt, the grand prize, turned out to be a magnet, not yes. a pin. Um, but Kristen pointed out to me that like she's big into magnets, and I'm not. And so, there are festivals for some people, and there are festivals yes. for others. And this is not mine. However, I do love figment, and I love scavenger hunts. So, yeah. I'm looking forward to that, and I will have fun. It's fun. For me, uh, two things. One, this time last year I was at Walt Disney World, so I'm really sad that I'm not there. <clears throat> but I am enjoying the time hop and Facebook pictures reminding me yes. that I'm home. Um, and two, uh, I, I'm glad to, or I'm actually really happy to announce that sick Richie is gone, because that Yay! was the fucking worst. And Dick Ritchie is back. So we, oh, we love Dick Ritchie. Pour the rum. Let's get this thing going. Uh, Sick Ritchie is the worst. Dick Ritchie is, the, is best. the worst. That guy sucks at life. Dick Ritchie's the best. <laughs> yeah, Dick Ritchie's awesome. <laughs> Dick Ritchie's the best. Oh, and uh, uh, just just to let you guys know, uh, I finally shipped out Colin's uh, Disneyland Haunted Mansion mug as promised, what, six months ago, if not longer? Nice. And the uh, eBay um, auction for Norman Bates that got, actually got sent out today also. So those should both be. What's the final amount that's going to be donated from that? Uh, so I decided that I was going to. At first, we were going to do one hundred and two dollars because that's what it was. But then I decided. I talked to my dad, and he said that he would match it. So we're actually going to do two hundred and four bucks total. Oh, nice. Awesome. Yeah, uh, my dad was really weird because he doesn't understand Twitter or this whole podcasting thing. <laughs> but when I explained to him what was going on, he was just like, damn, that little girl needs some help. And yeah, yeah so our total donation was, came out to 204 bucks. That's awesome. Thank yeah. you for that. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, final thought is happy birthday to Ian McGregor. Happy birthday to Super Weenie Hut Jr., who was also there, by the way, on Saturday. I got to meet Super. Got to see. Yeah. Talk to Super Wait, their birthdays are missing. Fuck. Yes. Uh, and happy, happy birthday, birthday to Dave Theme Park Beer. And look forward to possibly celebrating his birthday this weekend. And Rhiannon will be in town. And just wait, I will uh -oh. probably find her. So Has look out. That, that Time to change sounds... the plans. Yeah, right. Bush Jeez. Gardens, I hear, is lovely this time of year. Lovely. Uh, so that's what we're lovely. doing. Uh, so great. Lovely. Uh, thanks for listening to the 3 o'clock parade. We love you all. And I will see you next week. From the I love some of you. Stop, look, and listen. And always use your head. Look at the signal, is it green or red? First you stop, then you look, then you listen hard. You can make just any street as safe as your backyard.
Stop, look, and listen. Your eyes will tell your feet when you can safely walk across the street. First you stop, then you look, then you listen hard. You can make just any street as safe as your backyard. Stop, look, and listen. That's very good advice, huh? And I always follow it because I'm no fool, no siree. I won't live to be 73. I play safe for you and me cause I'm no fool. Any fool plays in the street as though it were a field. A bumper throws him for a loss against the car's windshield. Oh, I'm no fool, no siree. I won't live to be 83. I play safe for you and me cause I'm no fool. Any fool gets out of cars the wrong side only once. And if he lives to tell the tale, he's crowned a stupid dunce. Oh, I'm no fool, no siree. I want to live to be 93. I play safe for you and me, cause I'm no fool. Stop, look and listen, and always use your head. Look at the signal, is it green or red? First you stop, then you look, then you listen hard. You can make just any street as safe as your backyard. Stop, look and listen, your eyes will tell your feet when you can safely walk across the street. First you stop, then you look, then you listen hard. You can make just any street as safe as your backyard. Stop, look, and listen.